Welcome to Your Financial Planet podcast with David Valliere and the Synergy Capital Solutions team. This is the show that brings you synergistic financial strategies to help you enjoy the fullness of today and empower your next generation. Join us for this journey to help you synergize your finances. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Your Financial Planet. As always, I'm your host, David Valliere, and today, we want to do something a little different in preparation for the holidays. Just bring on a, a few of our friends here from Synergy and just talk about some of the things that we experience and maybe think about as we're going into the holiday season. I know for me, there's always kind of a mixed emotion. I'm excited about the holidays, looking forward to seeing family and being together with close friends and family. But also there's that kind of trepidation about like, all right, when am I getting the bill for all of this? <laughs> so, you know, we just wanted to kind of bring everybody on and have a chat about what and how we experience the holidays. So with that, I wanted to bring on Sarah, Alex, and Jordan. Sarah, Alex, and Jordan, welcome to the episode. Thanks, hello, David. Hello. Hey, David, happy to be here. Hey, you sound great, buddy. <laughs> Super happy to, happy to have you. Bring out the best of me. <laughs> I know, I know. So listen, I thought what we'd do is just kind of have like a series of maybe round robin questions, but I just wanted to throw it at you and just get your thoughts. And my first first thought was like, what are the must haves for you or the must gets? What's the most important part to you when you think about the holidays? Maybe Jordan, I'll start with you. Yeah. So from a, I look at the holidays a little bit more of from an experience perspective, ultimately our family, and, and I say our family, our core family, meaning my husband and our two kids, we've put a little bit of an emphasis on trying to spend time together, the four of us trying to spend time, you know, our extended families. And then really the biggest thing I think for us is that feeling of waking up at, on Christmas morning at our own home. That's something that we've been pretty, pretty vocal about with our extended families. And I will say Alex being my brother has kind of gotten the brunt of that as of late. So, you know, it, that kind of means that he gets stuck coming up to Michigan at this point. <laughs> Lucky but, duck, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. When he wants to, but ultimately like the biggest things that we really enjoy about the holidays are we do a cookie decorating with Scott's family, my husband's family, we try to do a kind of a, they call it a mingle jingle. It's kind of a progressive day with his extended family. My extended family, we do a nice like carolers brunch at the club and Christmas Eve is pretty low key with just my in-laws, sisters-in-laws and their families. And Christmas morning, we were pretty much at our house all day Christmas day and we're pretty much in pajamas. And it's just been really nice to kind of create some of those memories and those traditions as a family of four, but also with our extended family. So that's kind of, those are our must-haves from a food perspective. I'm pretty easy. I don't do a lot of cooking. So to me, I'm like, whatever people are going to feed me, I'm happy. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah. Alex, what about you? What are your must-haves, must-gets for the holidays? So yeah, as Jordan said, I'm her brother, obviously. We've 
kind of had the same values and experiences growing up. Big thing for me has always been family. Things have changed over the years. Like we used to go skiing every Christmas day in Northern Michigan. And then me and my parents moved to Florida. So now I travel from Florida to Michigan just to be with the family for the holidays. And then got married to a, my wife is English, got married this past year. So spending my first Christmas in England just to be with my family as it continues to grow and uh, the memories and experiences evolve over time. But the family is kind of the number one thing and can't really beat that feeling of um, waking up on Christmas morning by the ones you love. I love it. I love it. Yeah, absolutely. Sarah, how about you? I mean, just, just hearing the traditions of our teammates, I think a lot of people share that value of those meaningful moments and traditions with their family, and especially with young kids. I've got two boys as well, and just making those moments where we're living our life in those small details together, we, we really try to emphasize to make sure that those moments are just special and they show our love through giving but also we love decorating. Uh, we decorate. Uh, my husband's threatened to put up the the Chevy Chase lights on our house. <laughs> and every year we have an argument. No, I'm, we're not doing that. But one year he not did. Not want to see that lighting bill. That electric. <laughs> yeah. One one year he did have a, a tree appearing to be crashing through our roof. <laughs> to the outside oh um so it. we do love lights we love looking at them also just seeing beautiful homes and like doing a little tour um every year and we love cheese so cheese blue cheese and i don't know why but my kids love our blue cheese and it's ours and i try to like make sure they know that they're eating our cheese it's my <laughs> it's mommy and daddy's cheese <laughs> they just love it they eat it up and it's my favorite too so we kind of you know we have like a battle who's going to get the cheese, but it's also like, we play chess. We love playing chess and like having these moments of like sitting by the fire. We were, we do a wood burning fire all year, all winter. I mean, not in the summer, but it's just always going. We have this warm hearth that the boys just love cuddling up on in the mornings. So we'll sit by the fire and do chess. And, um, we also love skiing as well. We have a lot of skiers here at Synergy, but I, new, being new to Idaho, I'm really looking forward to exploring the slopes here with my family, all of us, my, my two boys and my husband, we all ski together. And it's it, we also love breakfast. <laughs> Our favorite thing is breakfast. I mean, like every day is breakfast. We do like eggs every day, but we, we love doing the real big ones on, on, in the holidays with like cream and maple syrup and you know, maybe Dutch babies or French toast, just all kinds of good stuff. So we're really, really into breakfast. We love <laughs> making cookies too. I, my favorites, which I, I, I have to continue because I have such fond memories with my grandma making these. And these are, in my opinion, the best. And it's the Russian tea cake, the snowballs with nuts in them and thumbprint cookies also with nuts uh, and yeah. raspberry jam. Yeah, that's my favorite. Um, and then I, I love making meat pie, meat pie with a rustic pie crust and saffron. It's one of my favorite things to make and people don't usually do meat pie. So it's, it's a fun thing to, to add in there. Oh my goodness. I'm getting hungry. I'm <laughs> Me getting too. Hungry. <laughs> um, well, I'll just add in for us, something the must have is actually a must have not in this age of technology. We just really like everybody else want to connect with our family and with our kids. So 
we try and force not force but we put in a must have not phone <laughs> clause for certain meals and certain parts of you know of course they could pick it up and you know they get a, a break during the holidays as well but everybody gets some downtime but we try and be really intentional about you know meals together and time together we're just going to set technology aside and actually interact with each other so we found that to be fun but since I am very hungry after those must-haves, <laughs> let's talk about favorite holiday foods. Maybe Sarah, I'll lead off with you. I know you mentioned some meat pies, but and but what is the absolute favorites that you want to have with guests? Yes. So being big breakfast people, I also love to not make breakfast because we do make breakfast every day. It's kind of like one of those things, right? You got to eat. But I, I love having just like something that I can put in the oven uh, like a key. My my parents, my mom has always done this breakfast um, casserole where it's you start the night before and you put all this bread down and you put eggs. And I've also transformed it into like a French toast. So like I'll do like a, sometimes a, a savory one, but then sometimes a sweet one and sometimes both, <laughs> depending on how hungry we might want to be. And we just pop it in, especially Christmas morning, you pop it in the oven and then you literally don't have to worry about it. You can get into the gifts and just spend time together and not be in the kitchen the whole time. And then, oh, here's breakfast ready to go. We love doing that. And we also, my husband loves making turkey and we have this grill. It's called the big green egg. It's, it's like a smoker slash oven slash grill. And he puts a turkey in there and it's like the the most moist, sealed in. It's got like a smokiness, which is wonderful. And he's just a pro at that. So that's what we look forward to every year. Even when we were vegetarian, we ate those because they're so good. And <laughs> I was um, wondering. <laughs> yeah, always have done the turkeys because they're just, uh, you can't miss it. We just, we can't. And we love the specialty drinks, mold wine, hot cider, and of course, coffee and teas, but pie. Oh my goodness. So much pie. Have to do pie. We all love pie. <laughs> Pumpkin. I love it. Pecan. I love it. Apple. Yes. Oh my gosh. Apple oh my crumble. Gosh. Yes, crumble. <laughs> the best. Alex, we how might about have you? to post recipes with all of this. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna have to have a whole separate <laughs> YouTube synergy cookbook. Synergy cookbook or something here. <laughs> Jordan's acting like she cooks. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I make a mean pie. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Easiest Alex, how about you? Let me let me ask Alex. What are you thinking about with favorite holiday foods with guests? I'm a pretty basic guy. The traditional uh, turkey, mashed potatoes, and gravy has been a favorite for my whole life. A new favorite of mine is from the English side of my family's like uh, sausage rolls. If you haven't had those before, I suggest you Google a recipe. Is basically pastry filled with sausage meat, as well as uh, pigs in a blanket are a staple of English Christmas meals which are little sausages wrapped in bacon. Uh, anything of that sort really can't go wrong with. Another big thing is peppermint bark. Can't seem to get enough of that during the holidays. <laughs> Listen, almost anything wrapped in bacon is your soul, yeah. right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jordan, peppermint, your turn. Peppermint, peppermint bark wrapped in bacon? Is that what I heard? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, there you that go. That's an interesting one. That leads I'll straight to a food coma. <laughs> yeah, right? That's a nap. Yeah, hard nap right after that. Jordan, you with holiday foods and guests. So as Alex and I have both mentioned, I don't do a whole lot of cooking in our house. So my husband, Scott, is the cook extraordinaire. 
And what he's actually been making probably for the last, oh gosh, six, seven, since we've been married. So seven plus years, he's been making effectively his take on Belgian waffles. And I don't mean like Belgian style waffles that just are kind of thicker. I mean, like he makes a straight up dough, not a batter. He, it rises overnight. He puts like, it's literally balls of butter wrapped in sugar (laughs) in that dough. And then he makes it into a waffle the next day. And it is amazing and fantastic and yes it is 100% a food coma you definitely need (laughs) need a nap after it um but that has been one of my favorite one of my favorite traditions it's actually even funnier that it became a tradition because one of my best friends from college and roommates from college had given us a waffle iron for our wedding And it hadn't been this day and age, you have a registry, right? And if you go off registry, sometimes that's mayhem. And technically this item was not on our registry, but it has literally been the staple of our household every single Christmas since. And so I think that's what makes it even more special. It's not only the love and the time and the effort that my husband puts into these Mm. amazing waffles. It's the sheer fact that it's kind of symbolic of us becoming our own family together as well. Mm. So I just went way sappy, but you know, I think that's kind of the beauty of the holidays for us is just remembering that we're, we're kind of our own unit and Mm -hmm. we've joined together for a reason and just being able to celebrate that with our whole family is just really, really, really nice. Yeah. That's Mm. cool. That's cool. So for me, like holiday favorites, I, for years, years ago, I started making turkeys. And when the kid, I'm, for those that don't know me that well, I'm a little bit of a prankster. So I started make, I started stuffing, stuffing Cornish game hen inside of our turkeys and telling the kids that we had pregnant turkeys. And it's been really fun over the years to like continue to cook, but then watch the kids grow up and get to a certain age where they turn to me and go like, yeah, dad, birds lay eggs. Come on. Seriously. You know, and it was really fun. Just I've kept that up through the years. And until recently, our previous youngest, we just had a baby about a year and a half ago, but our now 13 year old, I guess 14 year old is our youngest up to then. Everybody else knew, but he was hoping for a pregnant turkey every year. And sure enough, it was the big event of the holiday and everybody got a good kick out of it. And of course, when he got to a certain age and he knew his little sister was on the way, we told him about it. And I thought he's going to be so mad. He had such a great sense of humor about it. And he's like, perfect. He transitioned immediately to, we're totally going to get my sister when she's old enough. We're getting her a pregnant turkey. You know? so <laughs> we've always just done that. And I've cooked for the holidays, but I do love parts of the holidays where I can like cook a turkey and then take it to my in-laws. So I don't have all the cleanup too. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Well, this is fun. So let's transition a little bit. Talk to me about best gifts. Like what comes to mind when I say best gifts? Jordan, I'll start with you. So I think that's a little multi-layered best gifts to be received and best gifts to give. One thing that in best gifts for like our children, one thing that my husband and I've kind of worked towards, especially this year is 
trying to not necessarily minimize, but not make gifts the only part of the holiday and not make it so that there's like 15, 20 gifts to open a person. And just because it kind of gets overwhelming, right? Especially as our families have gotten bigger. And so something I saw the other day, and actually Sarah and I were talking about this, that I think we've worked really hard to implement this year is something, getting your kids something that they want, something that they need, something for them to wear, and something for them to read. Now, Mm. my kids are three and nine months. So reading is going to be a little bit of an interpretation. But what I liked about that is that instead of getting them 10 different things, and then they don't even remember it the next day because they've gotten, you know, 14, 15 things total overall. It's nice to kind of get them a few little things that actually have a meaning. So I think that's the shift that we've been trying to kind of cognitively make, especially as our family's grown. Now, receiving gifts. I mean, I'm a big fan of money. <laughs> you like the green stuff okay and like gift cards i scott always makes fun of me i have a terrible starbucks habit so a starbucks gift card is always a win for me and experiences i think some of the best gifts that i've been given growing up have been more of along the lines of trips or spending time being able to go down to florida for a longer period of time or kind of getting to spend the time together versus the extra thing. So hope that helps. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's great. <laughs> Alex, how about you? Yeah, I'm a hundred percent on the same page about the, uh, the things comment with Jordan. And that's, I think something that our family has like kind of unconsciously made the transition to is uh, like she said, more experience-based gifts, like for my mom's birthday this year, we got her uh, one of the pedal pub things for the day in downtown Detroit where you, she brought a bunch of her friends and just have a couple of drinks and pedal on a giant bicycle through downtown and see the sights for the day. It's more of an experience than like you could buy her a bottle or perfume that will last her a few months. But one of the good ones that Jordan got me last year was I'm a candle guy. I always have a candle burning in my office and I'm sure Jordan could have found me a great candle, but she got me a candle making class in uh, Birmingham, Michigan, which I thought was a really cool gift. And similar to my wife, who hopefully is not listening this year, I got her a night in a hotel in London for New Year's Eve for Christmas this year, which I know she'll love because we haven't been back to England in a while. And who knows when we'll spend New Year's Eve in London again, but no, she doesn't need another scarf or a pair of shoes. Very cool. Very cool. Sarah, how about you? Best gifts? Yeah, well, I totally agree with everything you guys are saying. And I don't want to be like, I like buying gifts, but I do. (laughs) I do. Don't get me wrong. I like buying gifts. (laughs) (laughs) I do. And it's hard because like, I just want to, I want to buy everybody stuff. And it's like, but I also want to make sure I'm not like going nuts here. And you're right. Like, I love doing the experiences. One time I gave my mom cooking lessons and she's a great cook but they were French cooking lessons. So they were very like, you know, kind of that niche. Like, I think they, they might've made macaroons and like the hard stuff you don't usually make. And I also really love because boys, they're so much fun. They always love to do things they're doing all the time. I love getting them like an active gift. Like we got them scooters and it's so funny. (laughs) I made the mistake. I don't know. I think it was probably a mistake. I said it was from Santa on both of them. (laughs) 
like on the little card. It was two Emmett from Santa and two Nash from Santa. And then all year they're asking if it was really from Santa. Like Santa got us these? How did they know? How did he know that he that we really wanted these? Is Santa real? And I'm just like, oh goodness. <laughs> I should have just said it's for me. I got it for you. Uh, but getting them something fun to like move around. Like my my little one, six-year-old wants, he wants roller blades. Now he has roller skates, but he wants blades with the light up and it's cooler. So something to get him moving and, you know, the doing stuff as a family. I loved, I love bringing us together and doing, getting gifts we can use together. I get all of the adults in our family. I kind I, I, it's not that I'm lazy, but I just like, I like getting them all the same thing just because I don't want to like, oh, she got that. Or I wish I got that. So I get them all the same thing and it's kind of fun. Everyone's got like a new pair of cozy slippers or maybe a knife for the guy. Something that everyone needs, but you don't really like want to justify buying. I try to think about what maybe I need. The only problem is I don't get it for me. And then I'm like, <laughs> oh, I should have got that. <laughs> yep. Yep. That happens for sure. <laughs> oh gosh. So I got a couple of the categories I want to run you guys through this next one. Let's just do like really quick lightning round. Cause I want to get to a couple other things, but seasonal favorites, Sarah, I'll start with you. Like what comes to mind when I say seasonal favorites? Seasonal jams. Nice. All right, Alex, you like hot apple cider or mold wine. Oh, I love it. All right, cool. Jordan, what about you? I was going to say hot cocoa. Nice. For me, I think about being like in the snow, ironically enough, because now I live in Florida. But I think (laughs) about like the times when I was a kid and walking around in the snow and being in a part of a group caroling, that type of thing. So that's what comes to mind for me. But let me transition back to another question I've got here. So is it a good deal? And I was chuckling, I'll start this one off, but I was chuckling on the intro to this podcast, so recording this with Patrice, our producer, and she was telling me all about the $100 chicken at Costco and, you know, what a great deal that is. And I kind of was confused and she said, well, actually it's a $5 chicken, but they strategically place it at the exact back part of the store. So you have to walk past everything <laughs> to get your chicken. And by the time you get to the register, you're spending at least a hundred dollars. So the yep. hundred dollar chicken know, at Costco is what comes they to lose money on They lose money on those chicken. I've heard <laughs> that and they're willing to take the hit because of yep. that extra there purchase is on the That's way out right. there. <laughs> you're walking out there with two scooters on the way. Yeah, right. Or a vacuum. That was my recent. <laughs> All right. So Jordan, let me bring that to you. Is this a good deal? What comes to mind for the holidays? I mean, truly for the holidays, like where do I shop for good deals? I'm a big, big fan of Costco. That's honestly where we get a lot of our food. Even though my kids are pretty young, they can take down a ton of food. It's actually impressive. We go through like 10 eggs a day with two very small children. It's insane. So Eggs are a big one. We'll go to Costco for those. If we need Cheerios, that's a big one. We'll kind of keep our eye out for when the sales happen there specifically. The other kind of deals that we like to look at or and I kind of keep my eye out for is Target. So with that Target red card, I get 5% off. And then they've got, literally they've had Black Friday deals since before Halloween, which is a little insane, but hey, I've been able to get a lot of the things that were on my list, my gift list, so to speak, for 50 to 30 to 50% off plus that five. I do look at Amazon 
every so often as well. They also have a lot of Black Friday deals. Those are good. I like Amazon a little more for like stocking stuffers things just because I like, like for instance, I like Costco and Target's return policies better. You can literally, and I just bought a vacuum from Costco because it was on sale and we needed one. I could literally return it in a year if it's broken. I mean, nice. To me, that's huge. Yeah. Especially with little kids, everything gets broken, right? <laughs> um, <laughs> Absolutely. So that's where we do a lot of our shopping. I will say for some food, some holiday type food, I'll go to Trader Joe's because they just always have a really good seasonal. They just do seasonal food really well in terms of like more fun things like peppermint marshmallows. You don't need them, but they're really good in hot chocolate. So fun. Yes. <laughs> so fun. So fun. And I think that's the truth of it is when I'm looking at like purchases for food and because I don't do a ton of the cooking, when I'm looking at purchases for food, I'm looking for like little fun things that kind of make things a little more festive. And I try to limit it. We don't need to have every dinner and every breakfast have something covered in peppermint. But if we're having people over, it's fun to be able to put out crushed candy canes and peppermint marshmallows for hot chocolate. So Covered, covered in bacon? Oh, always covered in bacon. <laughs> Everything covered in bacon. There you go. <laughs> I'm coming to your house. All right, Alex, same question for you. When you think of it's a good deal during the holidays, what do you think of? Well, Jordan stole my answers. Yeah, I mean, we're obviously related. The, the can't really beat the 5% off with the Target credit card. I use that all the time. We live like 100 yards from Target, so I'm guilty of going there multiple times a week. Same thing with Costco. Bring it back to the uh, peppermint bark. You can get like literally a pound of peppermint bark there for, uh, I don't remember what it is, like $6. But I was very cognizant of the last time we were there. We we're not getting it until we leave for the holidays. Otherwise, it would not last until Christmas. <laughs> um, but I'd say that's a good deal. But yeah, pretty simple. Same things like Target always has good sales going on. Costco, if you're if you're willing to buy in bulk uh, and if it makes sense for your family, we're a big proponent of that as well. Um, but yeah, you got to be careful. They make you walk through the clothes section and like buy all the past all the fun toys and everything, and just to get to like a packet of chicken in the back of the store. So. <laughs> oh, the oh, chicken. Yeah. The Disney holiday decor gets me every time I look oh. at it. I'm like, oh, I want that. Nope, we need to walk yeah. away. They have Mickey yeah. Mouse nutcrackers by the front door now. It's like, I'm not falling for that as much as I'm close to. Yeah. Tuckers okay, but marketing. did you did you fall for the wine advent calendar? Oh, uh, so close. <laughs> I, was I was like, no, walking, yep. walking, walking. Yep, we did get the beer advent calendar for my father-in-law for his birthday in October. So, but we also know it's something he loves. Yeah, so I think that's the thing with Costco. You kind of have to know what you love and minimize wandering around. <laughs> well, and speaking of bulk, I've seen, I mean, I've definitely been the I've fallen for it when you try to buy bulk but then you're like I've had this big giant five pound container of baking powder for five <laughs> years and I've I'm never going through it so is I think that you have to use baking powder within six months how is that even possible to use four pounds or five pounds in six months 
I mean, so, do you own a bakery? <laughs> that's right. about it. <laughs> that's it. That's all you there. You don't buy it. Just, just leave it. You can buy baking powder in smaller amounts in mm -hmm. other stores. Yeah. So, I mean, same with the medications, like they expire at some point, industrial Tylenol beware. <laughs> right. Unless it's cold and flu season. Right. Well, maybe. Yes. Maybe. <laughs> Although the, I've tried really hard to get the avocados and the bag of avocados all ripens the same day. Yeah, the whole yeah thing. for sure. It goes bad and the next. You're like guacamole. That's it. That's <laughs> avocado I toast. Guacamole every day. Yeah, like how do you get through it? Does anybody you have to get start through making it? face masks? You know, you know what doesn't expire in bulk is rice. I've, yeah. Again, I so get, is it a good deal? I hate shopping, and sometimes Marie will take me, and she does not give me specific instructions. And one time she said, can you go get us some rice? And of course I knew that what she wanted was those little tiny bags that you toss in the water and it, you know, self-contained. But I saw a really good deal on like a 20 pound <laughs> bag of rice. And I was like, she wasn't specific and I don't like shopping. So, you know, we had that bag of rice for two years. <laughs> <laughs> And then she never asked me to shop for rice with her again. Yeah, that's <laughs> I got fired. That's You're never getting rice again. Oh my gosh. You just had one job and you messed it up. <laughs> All right. Let me transition us because I know we're running along here. Sarah, talk to me about budgeting. When you're thinking about the holidays, what are you thinking about with budgets? So normally I'm probably guilty like most people that I don't want to think about it. I try not to think about it. I just try to be really conscious of like not going nuts. So I'm thinking about it more often because that feeling in January or February where you're just like, you know, you just feel yucky. And I don't want to feel that way. I know people don't like feeling that way, but I think a lot of us do feel that way. So how do we stop that? And I found out that according to the National Retail Federation, that the budget people usually are spending that people ha have around uh, the holidays is about a thousand bucks, which is about the same as the median pre-tax weekly salary. So if you think about like, how much do I make in a week and kind of putting that down and saying, this is how much maybe we should think about spending for the holidays and not overdoing it. We'll spend a little bit more, but not so much that we're in pain afterwards and not really making it about excessiveness, but rather, you know, that family time and just knowing that's really what we want. We all want that. Um, we don't have to go crazy. We can have those fun holiday things, festive drinks, marshmallows sprinkled with peppermint and bacon, and just have that as the special parts and not go so crazy that people are like, wow, you don't have to wow people. We don't have to do the Chevy Chase Christmas lights. We don't have to do it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Alex, what about you? Yeah, I'm the same way. Just make sure you go into it with realistic expectations, you know, set healthy guidelines for, I have this many people I plan on buying gifts for, what's a reasonable number to spend on each of them? And does that work within our budget? And then just be flexible with yourself. Don't beat yourself up if you go like a little bit over, but it just recognize that it does take discipline to not go crazy, especially like Black Friday happens the, the month before Christmas for a reason, like, there's, you're getting 15 emails a day about sales. Every time you leave your house, there's a sale. They're 
they're doing that for a reason. Just try and have some discipline and make sure you set yourself some guidelines beforehand and have realistic expectations for the fact that, you know, you might go a little bit over budget, but don't beat yourself up over it. Gotcha. All right. Thanks, Jordan. Back to you. What do you think about budgeting on the holidays? Yeah, I would agree with, I would agree with all that. And it is, it's tough. I'm the type of person where I like to buy as I see things for people. So even if it's July and I find something that I think that person would like, I'll usually kind of go for it. And I think you can kind of get stuck in that trap in, and like I said, Black Friday sales have started in October at this point. You can get stuck in that trap in October, November, December of, oh, well, it's on sale. I, this is a good opportunity. It is, but if you've, like Alex said, if you've written down who you need to buy for, what an appropriate amount is to spend, and you've kind of kept your eye out for those things over the years, just stick to that, right? Just because it's on sale doesn't mean that it's any better or worse than it was six months ago. Right, right. Uh, so, and then don't beat yourself up too much. And don't go yeah, you want to be able to enjoy it. You want to be able to, you want to be able to enjoy it within some constraints. I just hearing what you have to say, as I mentioned, I hate shopping. That's not my jam. I don't want to do it. I hate it, but I do appreciate that my wife is pretty clever. And once school starts every year, she starts looking like buy one thing a month for each child mm-hmm. type thing. Come Christmas, we're not, you know, backing up the truck, trying to last minute shop and So I think that's a clever approach there. Well, listen, I know that we've gone a little long today. And for listeners, thank you for indulging us. We just thought it would be fun to kind of just share some of what we experience and what we think about as we go into the holidays. So with that, we'd love to hear from you. If you have fun and and good tips for the holidays, we'd love to hear from you. You can always reach out to us at hello at synergycapitalsolutions.com. Of course, you can reach us on our webpage, synergycapitalsolutions.com. Subscribe and share. And, and continue to listen, we hope, and we wish everyone a great holiday season. So with that, happy holidays. Happy holidays. Thank you for listening to Your Financial Planet, the Synergize Your Capital podcast. Click the subscribe button below to be notified when new episodes become available. Synergy Capital Solutions is a financial planning and investment management firm registered with Hightower Securities, LLC, member FINRA and SIPC, and with Hightower Advisors, LLC, a registered investment advisor with the SEC. Securities are offered through Hightower Securities, LLC. Advisory services are offered through Hightower Advisors, LLC. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities. No investment process is free of risk. And there is no guarantee that the investment process or the investment opportunities referenced herein will be profitable. Past performance is not indicative of current or future performance and is not a guarantee. The investment opportunities referenced herein may not be suitable for all investors. All data and information referenced herein are from sources believed to be reliable. Any opinions, news, research, analysis, prices, or other information contained in this research is provided as general market commentary. It does not constitute investment advice. Synergy Capital Solutions and Hightower shall not in any way be liable for claims and make no expressed or implied representations or warranties as to the accuracy or completeness of the data or other information, or for statements or errors contained in or omissions from the obtained data and information referenced herein. The data and information are provided as of the date referenced. Such data and information are subject to change without notice. 
This podcast was created for informational purposes only. The opinions expressed are solely those of Synergy Capital Solutions and do not represent those of Hightower Advisors, LLC, or any of its affiliates.